Hello, my name is Reverend Seth Nelson, and I am the pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Ronan, Montana. Join in weekly to hear the good news of God's love proclaimed over your life. You can follow us on Podbean and iTunes. God bless you this day. Please stand for the reading of the Gospel. Our Gospel lesson for this morning is from John, the first chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and without Him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in Him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own. And his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave the power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word, of, and the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me, because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. Here ends our gospel lesson. Please be seated. Should have mentioned in my opening announcements that I received several emails and messages. Well, it was kind of fun uh, about the Wall Street Journal article from old college friends I haven't talked to for a while, and they, they read the Wall Street Journal apparently and saw, hey, I know that guy. <laughs> Uh, but also from other churches. And uh, it, it sounds like many of the struggles around this pandemic and our experiences of dealing with it together here locally have been shared by many other contexts and, uh, and churches as well. So I just want to lift it up that our story was meaningful to uh, Christians and congregations elsewhere as well. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. You would have no way of knowing this, but I have latched onto these words and used them almost every time that I do a sound check here at church. Whether we have been installing new microphones, repairing old speakers, or testing out our new ones, as soon as I begin to check the volume, clarity, and feedback of our church sound system, I inevitably begin by saying, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Maybe it is because the words of this verse sound so ominous and cool, 
So when I hear them amplified over and over, I feel somehow empowered and emboldened. They seem to fit with something that a James Earl Jones character would say with his deep and powerful voice. Moving the audience to hear what he says is deeply significant just because he is saying it, right? Perhaps it is more likely though that I gravitate to say the, uh, these words about the word over and over because they are so foundational to what we believe as Christians. That Jesus was not just some guy, but in fact was God incarnate. The Son of God, the Word. The Word was there at the beginning with God the Father and God the Holy Spirit, and in eternal communion with one another. These three created all that exists. This is a truth worth repeating again and again. So that is probably why I find myself saying these words over and over during every audio test. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. I said these words nearly six years ago when I installed this microphone here on our pulpit lectern. Some of you might remember I was fed up with our previous microphone and its stand that would drop slowly and consistently every time, every time I preached. <laughs> So I ordered this one, drilled a hole uh, to install it, and spoke these profound words of truth through it for the first time. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. I repeated these words into various lapel microphones that I have purchased these last few years to make sure that our liturgy complete with confession of sin, reassurances of God's forgiveness, and words bringing the word to our table here every, every week, that these words were heard just as well as the ramblings of my preaching. Our worship in this congregation and across the church throughout time runs so much deeper than any one preacher any moving sermon, or even an articulate prayer. The depth of our worship is embedded in the liturgy, and these mics that move around the altar with me helped highlight the significance of our rituals of faith. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. These words were muffled through our previous cabinet speakers that we just recently replaced after serving to amplify messages of grace and truth across this humble sanctuary for nearly 50 years. Just as the inventions of writing and Roman roadways were technological inventions that the apostles used to spread the word of God across the ancient world, sound systems developed in the 20th century were implemented in churches like ours to make sure that not only could hear, we hear the word of God preached in our midst, we could also hear it well. Though I struggled to keep those speakers going for my first six years of ministry here due to their age, there is something holy, holy about how they helped broadcast messages of hope amidst despair for decades.
Help broadcast words of joy and peace at numerous Christmas Eve celebrations. And it helped us to hear words of remembrance of our faithful departed year after year, just as they united us in our worship Sunday after Sunday for decades. Though technology like this was, it was centuries in the making and has been quickly surpassed by more advanced audio equipment since, they joined us in the sanctity of our worship in significant and timeless ways. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. I speak, I've spoken these words over and over these past few months as we have tested out our newly installed speakers, amplifier, and internet broadcasting systems, all of which have taken me countless hours to plan for, install, and figure out even the basics on. And many thanks to all of you who have helped in this process. In areas like the Mission Valley, where few are trained in the fire, finer arts of sound technology and internet video systems, we were called upon to figure it out ourselves. This is nothing new, really. In other parts of the country, they have specialists for nearly everything. Specialists for various renovation and building projects. Specialists for every sort of healthcare need that you might have and even specialists to help you with your home decorating. Never understood paying somebody for that. But. Here, though, we get by more or less on our own, figuring it out as we go. And as we struggle along, doing our best to support one another and keep placing our trust in God, who made us and guides us along the way, we have these words of assurance. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The writer of John tells us that through this Word, all things have their being, form, and substance. Nothing in creation exists without the Word that existed before calendars, technology, internet, pandemics, or even life itself. There is nothing and no one who exists apart from the word that comes to us weekly in our bread and wine, is preached over our sound systems, and is held dear in our hearts, for we all came into being through him. This word that exists eternally is embedded in all of life itself, for the word was part of creating all that exists in the world. As John tells us, what has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. Unfortunately, John also tells us that though we are created by and through the word, we often fail to recognize this living word when it comes near. Our gospel passage says, he was in the world, and the world came into being through him, that the world did not know him. Such an odd thing that we who, are we who are creatures reject our creator. Though we have moments where our strength and self-reliance shine through in amazing ways, 
leading us to think of ourselves as independent beings. We are easily, so easily humbled as well, showing us that we are indeed creatures in need of our Creator. It is easily proven that none of us decided to be born, decided on our own to have breath in our lungs, or decided to have blood in our veins. Not one of us is the author of our own existence. So it should be easy for us to recognize that there is another beyond us who is the actual author of our existence. But we like to pretend, to deny, and to reject the one who comes to us. This rejection is easily seen amongst the faithless, but it is just as present among those of us who are known in Christ. There is a hiddenness to God that can be difficult to reconcile with our everyday experiences. It is easy to fall into the trap of wanting everything to fit into the here and now, appeal to our five senses, and be plain and out in the open. Yet, as we have seen these past few years, people will deny even the most obvious of facts if it suits their purposes. So why would God want to be lowered to matching our absurd standards of truth and reality? Instead, God remains clouded in mystery, and many of us shield ourselves from this mystery with doubt on the one hand, or, as often is the case for Christians, with false certainty about what God is doing in the world. That's right. We deceive ourselves if we pretend to know the mind of God and those who claim to know God's will on every little aspect of our world are usually confusing God's will with their own. If we reject mystery in our lives of faith, we also reject the word in and through whom we have our being because the word is clothed in eternal mystery eternal mystery that can only be understood as faith in the unknown, never certainty of the here and now. Still, we receive gospel promises here today, as written in our passage, to all who received him, who believed in his name. He gave power to become children of God, who were not born who, who were born, not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. While we are led to reject the word either through doubt or misguided certainty, God still gives us the power to receive him and become children of God, born not of this world, but of the next. The word that existed before anyone and anything the one in and through whom all things exist, means to create us anew in the world to come. The author of our world and of our existence means to write us into eternity, where we will come to know the true meaning of the words. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. 
May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. I hope that you have enjoyed this week's sermon podcast. If you would like to hear more, read my blog, or get a copy of my book called The Church Unknown, go to www.revsethnelson.com. If you feel called to support our ministry, I invite you to go to our church's website at flcronan.org and click on the Offerings tab. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor.